she said, white women have a thing in their brain, which I, I don't believe this is true, but she said white women have this thing in their brain where when they have sex with someone of the opposite sex, or excuse me, they have, they have sex with uh, someone of a different race, it's more, I think she, I don't have it, I don't have the email in front of me, but she said that it's like more, I think she used the word passionate and the word more aggressive. Hmm. Would you, I, I mean, I'm a straight guy, but yeah. what, is that, <laughs> is that true? I, to me, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. She's only, yeah. she said she's only been with, uh, white guys, but she said that her white girlfriends pretty much say, oh yeah, it's just, it's better with, you know, you know, other guys of, you know, that are white. I don't know if that's true though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say how I would answer that would probably be that sometimes it, <laughs> and this is like the most like, whatever. Okay. I'm not trying to be like a jerk at all, but mm-hmm. like sometimes it's just, a, it's just about it being different. I think just the natural curiosity of people, um, you know, that it's not something you're used to or it's not, you know, somebody doesn't look the same that you do. You know, it's yeah. different. It's, it's. I think it's truly just on a biochemical level that it's kind of like, especially if you compare it to like what is the cultural norm, you know, of like monogamy and stuff like that, that like yeah. it is, um, oh, this is taboo or this is different or this is like risque or, yeah. you know, uh, this is something that I've never experienced, you know, therefore it's, it's like that adrenaline rush and it's that like, you know, huge dopamine hit that you get um, from it. So I'm not saying like it's all made up, but, you know, uh, I think a large part of it is like your mentality about it. So, um, I mean, obviously that's why there are, tons of categories and fetishes and kinks. I mean, you know, uh, you know, there's always, there's always something else. And it's like you up the bar and, you know, kind of get like either desensitized or, um, Mm -hmm. to something. And then you're looking for something else. Right. I think it's just our mind's natural projection to kind of keep moving the goalposts and be like, you know, what else is out there? What else is new? It's like curiosity. So I think it's, I think it's a good thing. It can be driven in a healthy way. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say like, you know, oh, this, this is better than somebody, you know, like everybody's going to have their own experience with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I probably do the same things admittedly when it comes to personality. Like I, I like to connect with partners and people over our personality. So like if I meet somebody that's like completely, I mean, like different, you know, than me or like, um, you know, still respectful, but, you know, just completely different life than I live, you know, I kind of like that. And at the same time, too, I also like the same comfort of, um, you know, people that are maybe a little on the, and it's going to come as a shock to people, but, like, I actually tend to be more of an introvert. Like, so people are more of, like, on an introverted side. Really? Wow. I am. I I would say I'm an extroverted introvert. It really just depends on the situation. But I think as a tendency, my happy place is just inside and quiet. And, um, yeah. That's actually pretty shocking. Because I would have to think that as a swinger, you kind of have to be kind of just outgoing. And just you want to connect with different people. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty interesting. 
yeah, a lot of misconception, even before like myself that I was like, I'm not sure if I could do this because like I get nervous or like I don't talk as much and like I have, but I can be in the right circumstances, like just completely extroverted, but I still have a social battery. And I think like it, it surprises people when I have a bad reputation of, you know, at parties or something like that. Like my social battery will just be like depleted and everybody else is like still going. And they're like, where's Erica? And my husband's like, she's taking a nap. <laughs> That's 100% me. So yeah. yeah. And all, you know, all sizes, shapes, flavors, everything like you're, you still have a place like mm-hmm. swinging is still possible, even if you're not, um, the most outgoing, the most confident, you know, the, it's not for perfect people, right? It is, it is for people, people. It's just finding those that, you know, you jive with. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I think what you say about that curiosity is a major point because I, uh, I knew this, uh, I knew this family, uh, back in California and the, I want to make sure the details right. The mom was supposed to be in an arranged marriage. And she had this friend of, uh, of a different religion and of a different race. And she said, well, him and I just had a better connection. And what happened is she, you know, she was married and stuff like that. And she had an affair with, with the friend. Mm-hmm. And she said that that curiosity was always inside of her of like, you know, I, I want to be with him, but our families are keeping us, you know, m- my family's keeping me with my husband and his husband's fam- my husband's family is keeping him with me. And pretty much curiosity killed the cat because the marriage ended. Mm-hmm. And now she I mean, she's happily married now. But she said, you know, I just wanted someone of a different, I don't want to be in this, in this little box that I was forced to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be my own person. I want to connect with someone organically. And she's got a happy life now. I think she's got like two kids, two or three mm-hmm. kids. And I think what you're saying about that connection and just having that curiosity is, is a very major point. Because, you know, it, every person is different. Sure, sure. Yeah, and on that point, too, I mean, you know, and unfortunately, you know, like, that is a, so, like, when you you were asking earlier about, like, you know, how often does, like, do things, like, in the lifestyle, like, end in divorce, like, this and that, like, you know, I also, again, it's like, people are people, and, um, but, you know, my personal opinion on it, too, is that, you know, like you still have to, I think if anything, it, it doesn't take away boundaries. I think it really firms up your boundaries and what's really important to you in your life, you know, um, albeit your, you know, your marriage and your commitment to that person. So, um, you know, for the light of heart, I don't think it's for the light of heart. Mm. Um, you know, and even if, even if you have been in the lifestyle for a long time and, um, you know, you are not, uh, I don't want to say like, I don't want to say like ignoring things, but if you don't know where those boundaries exist, it's, it's going to be pretty easy to, to violate them. Or if you are basing, you know, your, 
desires, I guess, in the lifestyle on just, you know, getting that next, that next thing, right? That next thing, even if that violates your personal values, that's, you know, that's not, that's not what we're about either. Um, You know, I think people want to fantasize and romanticize that, you know, swinging lifestyle is just, you know, you do whatever you want and it's, it's definitely not that. So I think there comes a huge personal responsibility for, for people to examine that and to know that and to practice that, to always know where those boundaries are, um, you know, so that you're, I guess, like living, you know, living Mm -hmm. in a way that reflects like your personal values and, um, protecting what, what you you value is important. So how, okay, so obviously you've had sex with multiple partners mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you some questions that are common in the, in the, well, in, if you were to Google sex tips, I'm going to ask <laughs> you, I'm just going to do a real quick, quick fire. Um, I love this. <laughs> all right. What is one sex tip that you would have for men trying to please their women? Uh. <laughs> Take your time. I would say, okay, like, I would say if you're doing oral, like, don't go, don't feel the need to, like, go crazy and all over the place. Like, just focus on an area and be in tune to what she likes. Like you, you don't have to stick your tongue inside of her vagina and like, like go all over the place. Like unless that's what she's into, but like there there's, there's a, a good feeling point and just, it's okay to just focus. <laughs> all right. What's one sex tip you have for women trying to please their men? Hmm. Don't be afraid to share what's on your mind. Don't be afraid to uh, open up about your fantasies or your kinks because I guarantee you they're probably going to have something that's ten times as worse <laughs> as you think it would be. <laughs> All right. Um, how big is too big? For me personally? Um... You can answer that. Okay. You can answer that for you and you can answer that for the generic woman. Okay. Um, well, I'm pretty tiny. I'm like five one and like oh, 113 pounds. Wow. So I, you know, my, my size frame reference here, um, I would say like, there's really no too big, right? Like I'll find, I'll find a way to use it. Right. I'll find a way. Um, but still, as far as, uh, you know, my preference, because I like to, you know, utilize as much of it as I can. Um, Uh So I tend to be more on the girth than the length, because I can only go in so far. Um, So I tend, that's my preference, I guess I would say. So, but I would never be like, oh, it's, and I know this might come as a shock to people, like, oh, it's too big or that's too small. It's like, you'd still find something to do with it. And honestly, for me, I just like to please, so. Um, it's all good. I welcome all shapes and sizes. Okay. Wow, you're five foot. You are tiny. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little person. <laughs> when when did you stop growing? 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, um, let's see. Before I had kids, I could wear the same pants as I did in eighth grade for like wow. all into my adult life until like they actually got holes in them and I had to get rid of them. So yeah, I don't know. I don't even know that I ever really had a growth spurt. So. Wow. So you pretty much stopped growing like early middle school. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Wow. <laughs> probably. Yeah. How tall is your husband? That's okay. Uh, he is about five ten. Okay. So yeah, All right. much much taller than I am. <laughs> yeah, well, big guy. I mean, I'm five nine, so he's not much bigger than me. But I, I noticed that big guys they like tiny girls. All my is that friends, a thing? <laughs> all my friends that are tall, they just they got you know you know five five one five two five three four eleven. They like tiny yeah. girls. I've noticed that. That's okay. so. That's so funny. <laughs> I guess. I mean, what, opposites attract. I guess. Yeah, that's what he always said. You know, he's like, "Oh yeah, I always wanted you know a, a small petite blonde." That's his. I guess he's kind of stereotypical there, but um, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> wow. Um. So when it comes to um, when it comes to I, there was this. Uh, there was this article I read some years back, and I think this was back when I was in high school, and it talked about sexual, um, I think, I think the term it used was sexual, uh, adventurousness. And it pretty much said that if someone loses their virginity really early, like pretty much middle between the age of 10 and 14, then they're going to be very uh, promiscuous and adventurous. Mm -hmm. If they lose it between like 14 or like 15 and 18, then they'll be, uh, they'll have kind of like a typical, uh, typical level. And then if you Mm -hmm. lose it after 18, then it can go either, it can be either really high, you have a really high sex drive and really high sexual adventurousness, or it's like mm-hmm. almost non-existent. So, um, this, this was, a, this was a long time ago, cause I'm, t- I'm 24. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. when, when I read this, but it was a pretty interesting read. And do you think that that's true? Hmm. Well. <clears throat> I will just, you know, volunteer that, you know, I, I lost my virginity when I was 20. Okay. So, you know, wherever I fit in there. Um, but I think that, (laughs) man, I think that it comes from people's different walks of life though. Cause I know some people too that have you know, like you said, kind of like been lost their virginity very early and they were always very sexually.